Section 14 of Whom We Shall Welcome. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Whom We Shall Welcome. Report of the President's Commission on Immigration and Naturalization. Part 3, Chapter 9. A Unified Quota System. The Commission's Recommendation. The Commission recommends the complete abolition of the national origin system. In its place, the Commission recommends a unified quota system. The Commission's recommendation contemplates a maximum annual number of quota immigrants to be determined by the Congress, and a flexible method of allocating visas within such annual maximum. Visas should be allocated on the basis of statutory categories best serving the interests of the United States, and without regard to national origin, race, color, or creed. This allocation should be made periodically by an administrative agency, established for that and other purposes, and would be subject to review by the President and the Congress. The National Council of Churches of Christ testified before the Commission that the national origin system is an affront to the conscience of the American people. The Archbishop of the Catholic Archdiocese of Boston stated to the Commission, the theory of national origins cannot be defended without recourse to the discredited and unchristian tenets of racism. The Synagogue Council of America testified that the national origin system flies arrogantly in the face of everything we know and have learned, and stands as a gratuitous affront to the peoples of many regions of the world. These representatives of the major religious faiths throughout the United States were joined by spokesmen from all walks of life in this country—the sciences, the arts, the professions, education— agriculture, business, labor, law, and social service, as well as by civic leaders and individual citizens. The Commission believes that its recommendation to abolish the national origin system accords with the convictions of the majority of informed people in the United States. The principal characteristic of the unified quota system is that it selects prospective immigrants without regard to national origin, race, color, or creed. In this regard, it is in line with the attitude expressed by George Washington in 1784. Writing to a former aide-de-camp, Washington asked assistance in getting several immigrants for his plantation and gave the following qualifications— if they are good workmen, they may be of Asia, Africa, or Europe. They may be Mohammedans, Jews, or Christians of any sect. The Commission recommends a ceiling on quota immigration into the United States, based upon the formula figure used in the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952, namely one-sixth of one percent of the population of the United States. However, that population base should be the latest available census figures, and should include all persons in the United States without regard to national origin, race, color, or creed. On the basis of calculations shown in Chapter 4, under the 1950 census, this quota ceiling would total 251,162 visas annually. A Unified Quota System 
allocation of visas within annual maximum. The selection of immigrants who may enter the United States should be made on the basis of considerations which advance our national interest, strengthen our economy and culture, protect our security, and win and keep friends for us among other nations. The Commission's proposed substitute for the national origins system is a unified quota system. It is a unified or single quota of one-sixth of one percent of the total population of the United States, instead of the 85 national quotas required under the 1952 Act. The Commission recommends that within the annual maximum, the allocation of visas should be made in accordance with the following five categories, in the order determined by the proposed administrative agency. The Right of Asylum One of our national traditions is that we have provided asylum and haven to the oppressed of other lands. This we were able to do until 1924, because our law was flexible enough to meet such situations. Asylum for the oppressed is thwarted by the national origins system. For example, Congress had to bypass that system by enacting the Displaced Persons Act of 1948. The United States is one of the few major democratic countries of the free world whose present laws impede and frequently prevent providing asylum. This is harmful not only to the cause of freedom and peace in the world, but to our own selfish best interests within our own borders. The Commission recommends that one of the categories should be based on the right of asylum, available for refugees, escapees, expellees, and other persons suffering from political, religious, and economic persecution. The Commission realizes that such problems are of international scope and responsibility, which the company of free nations must jointly assume. However, our present immigration law hinders the United States from playing its reasonable part in such efforts. The Commission believes that these categories normally should be subject to flexible application. However, in connection with this category, and as a temporary statutory priority to go into immediate effect, the Commission recommends that provision should be made for the annual admission over a three-year period of 100,000 such refugees, escapees, expellees, and remaining displaced persons. Under this recommendation, the entire recommended increase in the annual number of visas would, for a period of three years, be used to help solve an existing emergency situation. In this way, a basic immigration policy can be established which would promptly help solve the existing emergency and still remain within a flexible immigration pattern, obviating the need for periodic emergency piecemeal legislation. Within the foreseeable future, this recommended category would apply principally to Europe rather than to Asia. The outstanding exception to this may be Japan. The Commission's recommendations are based on existing world conditions. As shown in Chapter 3, American participation in a coordinated international effort to provide migration opportunities for refugees, expellees, escapees, and the remaining displaced persons in Europe could bring substantial alleviation to the emergency problem there caused by World War II and its aftermath.
Unfortunately, the same cannot be said for the refugee situation in Asia, where the number of persons affected by dislocations of World War II have been equaled, if not exceeded, in the post-war period. REUNION OF FAMILIES The great American success story records that we are a nation of immigrants, and that a great part of our moral and spiritual fiber grows out of the sacred place of the family in American life. The Commission recommends that one of the categories should be for immigrants whose admission would result in reuniting families. Needs in the United States Our immigration law should encourage entry into the United States of persons whose skills, aptitudes, knowledge, or experience are necessary or desirable for our economy, culture, defense, or security. The Commission recommends that one of the categories should be for persons of skills or occupations to fill needs certified by the Secretaries of Agriculture, Commerce, Defense, or Labor, or by other appropriate officials, to be necessary in or desirable for the national welfare. Special Needs in the Free World the security and welfare of the United States are linked with the stability of other free nations in the world. The economic, political, and social conditions of other nations directly affect our capacity to preserve peace and freedom, develop international trade, and promote friendship among nations and peoples. An important problem facing the free world today is overpopulation. Wherever it exists, the stability of the nation affected is threatened, and that nation's contribution to the defense against the totalitarian menace is lessened. For that reason, among others, all free nations, and especially the United States, are deeply concerned with the existence of such conditions and with efforts to reach solutions. In the interest of world peace and security, there is an urgent need for a cooperative international effort to move surplus people to parts of the world where they can more effectively and constructively participate in the national economy. The Commission recommends that one of the categories should be for persons from countries of the free world where immigration to the United States can meet special needs and can provide substantial alleviation of hardships which threaten economic, political, or social stability in such countries. Obviously, the United States cannot solve the entire world's overpopulation problem. This category should meet special needs. One, where population pressure is causing hardship and political discontent dangerous to the peace and stability of the free world, and two, where a reasonable amount of emigration would be effective in providing relief and alleviating tensions. Since the application of this category should depend upon the existence of special needs which can effectively be dealt with by migration, the circumstances and special needs of the particular country are significant. For Western Germany, Greece, Italy, the Netherlands, and perhaps Japan, emigration can serve as a safety valve for transitory problems of critical population pressures. These countries have reached a stage of economic development and population structure where both the need and desire for migration is most acute, and where its result would be soon effective. 
A concerted international effort to deal with this situation would serve to bring about a relatively manageable situation, in which the natural population increase of such countries could be readily absorbed for productive use within their own economies. Consequently, the category would provide some migration possibility for overpopulated countries of Europe. But not at this time, except perhaps for Japan, for overpopulated countries of Asia, where the need is not for migration, but for improved use of resources and greater economic development. General Immigration There are aliens who may be desirable immigrants merely because they are good people whom we would be happy to welcome. These aliens may not be refugees or relatives of people in the United States or from overpopulated countries or possessed of special skills. They are the kind of immigrants the United States traditionally has received, and they can contribute substantially to our development. It is distinctly in our interest to keep alive the opportunity for enterprising immigrants to come here. The Commission recommends that one of the categories should be for general immigration of all other qualified persons, without regard to national origin, race, color, or creed. The Commission gave consideration to the desirability of applying this category on a first-come, first-served basis. Although, in theory, this might seem to avoid any taint of discrimination, the Commission believes that, in practice, it may bring about the kind of discrimination which should not result from our immigration laws. Conceivably, a few countries of the world, through early registration for visas, might monopolize this part of the quota. A better plan, the Commission believes, is to use this category for the allocation of visas among such areas or regions of the world as may be determined by the agency for the purpose. Within any area or region, as defined by the agency, the number of visas may vary from year to year and should be issued on a first-come, first-served basis. The Commission suggests that the considerations to guide the agency in the exercise of its judgment in prescribing areas or regions should include, but not be limited to, benefits to the United States from granting the desires of peoples who are anxious to become permanent residents and citizens, and the opportunity to satisfy general needs of the United States for immigrants who do not qualify under any of the other categories. The standards to be applied under this category should not be rigid. The agency charged with such a responsibility should have a reasonable latitude in reaching a fair, impartial, and workable result, and should safeguard this category so that no one country, group, or area would obtain unfair advantages under its operation. The Commission recommends that the allocation of visas within the proposed annual maximum quota, in accordance with the statutory standards, should be made by an independent administrative agency established by Congress for that purpose, among others, described in Chapter 10. The Commission recommends, 1. That such agency be headed by a commission, 2. That the proposed agency be authorized to determine, in the first instance, the number of visas within the total maximum to be assigned to each of the categories, 3 that there be public hearings before these determinations are made, 4. 
that such determinations be submitted to the President, and thereafter sent, with any changes he deems proper, to the Congress. 5. That such determinations become effective, unless, within a specified time, Congress should disapprove of them by joint action of both Houses. 6. That categories so approved shall remain effective for a period of three years, provided that during the interim the proposed agency may, at the direction of the President, submit other allocations to meet emergencies. Such new interim allocations should be subject to the same procedure as those originally made. The Visa Division of the Department of State has advised the Commission that on the basis of present visa control experience, and from the point of view of administration, a unified quota system is practicable and can be operated. Other Aspects of Immigration Policy Other aspects of immigration policy are related to the national origin system and quota limitation. Non-quota immigrants Neither the national origins quota system, nor the proposed unified quota system, nor numerical limitations upon immigrants to be admitted into the United States, covers all immigrants. Immigrants admitted for permanent residence, to whom neither applies, are called non-quota immigrants. The Commission recommends non-quota status for all persons born in independent countries of the Western Hemisphere, regardless of race or color. The Commission recommends that all discriminations and restrictions against colonies in the Western Hemisphere as a special class should be eliminated. The Commission recommends reinstating the previously applicable non-quota status for professors, clergymen, and other persons, as such status was defined prior to the passage of the Act of 1952. The Commission recommends non-quota status for close relatives of citizens, with close relatives defined to include a. spouses, b. children, including adopted and stepchildren, c. parents and grandparents. Restrictions upon immigration. It is intended that the Commission's proposed unified quota system will include qualitative restrictions upon individual immigrants, such grounds for exclusion, relating to security, health, public charge, criminal record, and other personal qualifications, are considered in Chapters 12 and 15. End of Section 14. Recording by Maria Casper.